Welcome to The Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, my guest is a DMV-based digital content creator and cosplayer. It's about that time, folks. Please welcome Shady Hayes. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. What's up, squad? I'm so glad I, um, I'm here and talking to you. And it's going to be like a fun um fun episode <laughs> yeah absolutely um and it's it's great that and i say it's that time because we're approaching the the summertime the convention season we have um certain cons that are coming up we'll talk a little yep. bit about um but i wanted to start off with those vital stats for you what's your background like really introduce yourself i gave the cut and paste i want you to really get into the weeds describe mm -hmm. who yourself who you are and um and in there uh, tell us about your connection with cos play an awesome con sure um so i've been cosplaying for a couple of years now i really got um serious into it maybe last year and this year just because you know with the pandemic um it was hard to create content at home but i learned how to you know take photos at home how to edit how to video like things that a digital content creator is trying to you know elevate their skill set so I've been cosplaying for a couple of years now. I, I went to conventions back in 2018, which I loved going to DMV-based conventions. So that being Blurred Con, there was All-Star Comic Con, Awesome Con. So all my first cons that I've been to, like in Katsukon too, was in 2018. So meeting new friends, um, staying in touch with them, and actually creating my own squad that I call like Shady Squad, and we go to conventions together, we cosplay together, and um, you know I've been a nerd since birth. So my my first int introduction to the nerd like world um, is, I feel like a lot of like '90s babies say this, but it was like the Fox Kids you know lineup. So Power Rangers, Pokemon, um, X Men, the anime series, but I never like actually got into cosplay not until like you know when I went to cons in 2018 because it was more of cosplay wasn't around when I was like a kid and in college. But when I stumbled upon awesome con in 2018, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, and it's awesome. <laughs> Let me like, check this out. Let me cosplay, you know, I'll buy something online. I'll like, you know, connect with new friends. And I just had a blast. Like it was so much fun. And now I'm a guest. <laughs> so it's like a full circle of, you know, staying connected with people. And I love making those relationships with people from Awesome Con and people in cons in general. I love connecting with new people. I love collaborating with them as well. So yeah, it's 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 been a roller coaster of a ride, but it's so much fun to um, grow in these creative spaces, whether it's digitally or it's, you know, in person. So thank you, thank you for for sharing that. And I definitely uh, relate. Uh, I was going through. I was looking at some, like I'll get on one of these streaming sites, and I found uh, <laughs> some old cartoons that I looked at back in the day, and I was like, "Yeah, man, that might be an idea right here." I mean, yes. <laughs> for, for me, it's always a challenge because I'm I'm six four, so it's like, all right, where am I going to get this material? Do they have drapes? How am I going to fashion this? You'll find <laughs> something because I'm five two and I'm small, so you know what? You're, you'll find something. I when when I look at costumes, I always um I don't know how to sew, and that's a skill set I want to learn this year, and that's like on my to do list. 
because I, I make I make my props. So I make my props, whether it's 3D printed or foam. Those are my two like specialties that I focus on. And I do a lot of freehand. So like if I see something like, okay, let me freehand this and make it as a design. Um, but I want to learn how to sew because most of my costumes, like my spandex costume or it's been sewed, I either um, have a friend help me sew it so I can learn or I get it like sponsored by print costume, which they, you know, they do custom measurements. So you can get your costume there. Noted. You know, you Noted. give your you give your measurements, you know, everything from head to toe. So it fits perfectly. Good to know. Good to know. You see like a just look, I'm gonna dress as a bear. I'm just gonna put like the fur on. It. It's like <laughs> <laughs> No, my my go to is probably I wanna be Marvin from uh Sin City. Just oh, full that's trench awesome. coat. Yeah. Yes, or yeah. um or I, it, it's it's a little on the nose, but my beard grows in that way, so that's a prop in <laughs> itself. I want to be um, what is was was jet black. That is always a go to for me. Oh yes, do it. I'm you know what I'm for it. I you know my, <laughs> I have friends who want to do like a, a nostalgia like cosplays like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and yeah. it's so expensive. But I'm like you know what you only live once. Go invest in it. Do it. You know I want to do my dream cosplay is Pink Ranger and. That's something I'm probably going to do in the fall or winter because it's, you know, con season is all year round. But when it's summertime, you are going to be dehydrated in cosplay in the summer. So I'm like, OK, let me think of cosplays that are summer friendly. <laughs> and being Pink Ranger is not going to be summer friendly because I will melt in the suit and in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. And, and I got a question um, in a very, in a very general level. And I'm going to ask you in a, in a second. But. I, I do a movie review podcast, and one okay. of the movies that I did recently was um, was RoboCop from 1987. Nice. And, you know, they were talking about how many calories, how much sweat um, Peter Weller was losing. So definitely, I get that. You know, that notion of like, look, this has to be heat, summer friendly. I think he was losing three pounds of sweat per day. And it's just like, yep. you can't maintain that. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it's. Not hard, but, you know, you do whatever, you know, when we, uh, cosplayers, we always say, like, we do whatever it takes for the, for the video, for the photo, and then we'll strip down all, all of our costumes and dress in regular clothing, because you want that perfect photo, or that cinematography photo, or video. Yeah, um, and, and, and going to the conventions, I've probably gone to um, conventions, Baltimore Comic Con, Awesome Comic Con, uh, I mean, Awesome Con, uh, and uh, Blurred Con over the last, I say, you know, five years between the, those, those groups. And one of the things that always gets me is just seeing people when they commit to it. It's like, look, you're not just in the costume, you're in character and just seeing people that go yep. for it. I'd love that. Um, so, which brings me to my next question, um, and this is very macroly speaking, what does cosplay mean to you? So, cosplay means to me, and not just the definition of it, like people, you know, costume play, they like dress up and they're in character. For me, um, I look at the term cosplay and just cosplay in general is channeling your favorite character or your favorite hero or someone in the fictional world that you admire and bringing it to life and having fun with it um and it, that's all it's about in the community you know there's obviously in every community or every hobby that has you know negatives and positives but being in cosplay being able to embody your favorite heroes your favorite villains your favorite like cartoon characters or maybe favorite action star it's so much fun because you have that process of 
oh, I get to play this per this you know character. I get to you know take photos. I get to take videos, and I also get to do it with my friends, and it's fun. Yeah, it's 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 community, and I feel like you know the way I'll put it, and you know I think. And I had one really, I feel like it was a couple years back. It may have been like the end of Game of Thrones. And I remember um, taking a picture. I was, just, I was really on this wave of taking this head extended pose. Like I'm looking off in the <laughs> distance. And I, it was a group of people dressed in full like um, Stark uh, uh, cosplay. And I took a picture with them. I was like, this is, this is amazing. And, um, and it's rare that I write, but I, had the, I felt compelled to write a blog about that and part of it was my awesome con experience that took up a nice chunk of it it made me feel like i was within an audience and felt like an audience but also felt like i was part of a family in a way of that's, all and here, that's what it's about you know yeah we're all here living in our geekdom and, and and having a great time and just really being able to appreciate the effort and the creativity that's put forth in it um so tell me about your approach to cosplay. Do you plan on a calendar of looks, themes, and how is it aligned with those those uh, convention when convention season is coming up? And I, I know you touched on the, you know, what's what's what works in the summer, <laughs> but but tell us um, in general terms. Yeah. Uh, so with with the cosplay season, you know, last year, you know, there was a couple of co um, co conventions coming back with you know certain mandates and policies, but t this year it's I call it revenge of the cons and revenge of traveling. And people are just, you know, they're eager to travel to cons. They're eager, eager to go to local cons. They're eager to spend money on costumes and building. And, you know, that's a lot of supply and demand. So some, some, the cons this year, I looked at it as a whole and I'm looking at next year already and looking at the costumes I want to do. And I'm now focusing more on quality versus quantity. I have a list of costumes I want to do that I love. So when my approach to cosplay and cons in general, I want to do cosplays that are characters that, you know, are my favorite. You know, I love Cyclops. I love Jubilee. I love Pink Ranger. I love DC Comics. So I love Damian Wayne. I love Nightwing. So all of these characters that I relate to or I um, admire and I love reading about them in comics or watching them in shows and movies, I want to cosplay them. So I plan it out from, you know, beginning to finish, you know, what materials I need, um, where I'm going to get the costume, how I'm going to make it, if I need assistance in it, like, you know, I need help sewing or I need someone to help me print something certain or I need, you know, certain paints that I need to order ahead of time because it might take weeks because of, you know, the pandemic. Uh, I look at the cons and I look at my costumes and I figure out hmm, what costumes can I wear multiple times? What is going to be more doable? How much time do I have? I look at that. But my number one thing is making sure the cosplays I do are characters that I really love and enjoy. Because sometimes, you know, people um, in, in cosplay, like me, that was me before, where it's like, oh, I have all this, you know, sometimes there's stress. And there's like, I need to have like 30 cosplays. I now look at it as, you know, making sure the costume and the character is quality, you know. Do I want to spend money on this, you know, character that's like, you know, $50 more or go the cheaper route that is like, you know, $20. I'd rather spend it um, more expensive in that route just because, you know, even though it's going to take time, I'd rather, you know, present my favorite characters when it's time to debut. That's, that's great. And you, you want to have 
that connection, you want to make sure it fits because sometimes we have to bring in and, and fits in terms of the resources that you have. And, exactly. And because we, we, we sometimes have to like curtail like, man, I want to do this. I could do this. This would be really cool. And it's like, all right, in reality land, how do we do this? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, we all have, I have a group chat with my friends and we're just like, oh man, we have like uh, millions and thousands of cosplay ideas like this year I'm like oh, I have like 10 cosplay ideas but realistically what can I do within the time frame that I'm gonna shoot cosplays at cons or outside of cons at meetups or location shoots I want to look at I look at it that but also I'm like oh man I want to do all these costumes and we're all excited because you know we want to show off our skill set we want to show off our favorite characters but yeah it's it's a roller coaster of a ride because you know you're having fun but of course the resources you got to make sure you have time to get certain amount of resources to make the character presentable yeah, it's, it's balancing. I'm an adult now with, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, man, I got to pay this off. Wait, I also need to pay this for my costume. Let's let's balance that out. <laughs> mm, where's that rent? Oh, right. <laughs> Over there, my, my, my latex. <laughs> um, so from, from your standpoint, and I know we're in Revenge of the Con, right? Um, why is attending events integral to that fandom experience? Um, and I, I, I definitely look at, you know, just feeling really, really full. You know, when I go to any conventions, I don't learn something. I'm around people. I've networked more in the last few years about collaborations and things. And I get those recommendations, sometimes unsolicited. Uh, this is an anime you got to watch. So, so tell me about why attending events such as like Awesome Con, BlurCon, and such are integral to that fandom experience. Uh, for me, uh, I just love seeing what um, panels and what other you know cosplayers that I haven't met or I'm friends with already. I want to see like you know what they're wearing to these cons. Like with Awesome Con, it's you know. Their, their comic book and, you know, superhero focus. You know, there's some anime, but I'm there for, like, the comic book stuff. And I'm there for the panels. I'm there to see, like, the new costumes. Because with Katsukan, for example, they're more anime-based. And my, my cosplays are more comic book-based. Like, I, I do love anime. But, you know, if I have to choose my love for Marvel and Star Wars and DC and uh, Disney is, like, you know crazy <laughs> so when i go to like cons like awesome con i'm like okay what, what panels are happening like are there any workshops like i wonder what you know other friends who i've never met yet and i'm only friends on social media i wonder if they're going what's their lineup can we coordinate cosplays and then like right now like my group chat with my squad we're like okay so we're we're rolling in at thursday to set up like friday it's gonna be marvel cosplays because i'm doing a marvel meetup Saturday, we're going to do DC cosplays. And then Sunday is a free-for-all. Like, anyone can wear anything. Like, are you going to wear Disney? You're going to do DC again, Marvel, uh, Star Wars, anything like that. So it's, it's just important just to go to these cons because, you know, you feel appreciated in your costume. But also the programming is, like, amazing because there's, there's different creators hosting events at comic cons and, you know, conventions and it's great to connect with them and also you know your love for the fandom grows because you learn new things yeah 
what, one of the, <laughs> one of the things that I, I really like, um, thinking about like the free for all, right. One of the things I really like is, I don't know, um, if you watch like any movies that they have that I can't believe you wore that I'm wearing the same outfit. Have you ever run into that? Like when someone is like inevitably wearing like the same really obscure Cyclops costume, it's like, look. I know that where you saw that it was an issue, whatever. I'm doing the same thing. How dare you wear my cosplay? <laughs> I I haven't experienced it myself. It's funny though because when I wear Cyclops, I get like more like like um, remarks. They're like, "Why is he your favorite character?" And I'm just like, "Leave me alone. He is my favorite character." <laughs> um, but I've seen like where. Um, you know the spider-man meme where it's like everybody's wearing the same yeah. spider-man costume and they're just like pointing at each other like hey you got the same costume i got the same <laughs> costume where'd you get yours i got mine on this website it's like dang it i wish i got mine on that website because your your red looks different than my red and it's just like it's funny to see that interaction um but it, it is it is it is writing the trend too you know when um the black widow movie came out everybody did black widow you know there's like lots of harley quinns lots of jokers and it's funny when i see the same costume because i usually see people doing different variations but when they do the same one it's it's hilarious because you know we all have like different um uh, our, our own take on our costume so seeing like the memes and people reenacting like different memes or um saying that they're twinning and stuff it's like funny <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see. And um, I can speak from like uh, personal experience and now being able to connect with you in, in the version of real life. This is electronic, but in real life, uh, you know, I've seen your Cyclops. I've seen some of your Star Wars stuff. All your stuff is, is fire. And, you know, Thanks. shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to you. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I um, it, it's funny, though, like when uh people say like oh i love your cyclops i'm like yay i'm glad <laughs> because like you know people are like the costume is grand they're like but the character and i'm like you know what let's not have this argument <laughs> yeah it's like look man cyclops is right moving on <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um could could you um share one piece of advice a big piece um of advice that like you would share to someone who's interested in like dipping a toe or or diving into cosplay um, my biggest advice I always tell people is cosplay a character that you relate to and that you are interested in and love. Because even though, um, you know, we're, we're all, we're all nerds, we're all geeks and we all want to get into cosplay. Like, you know, there's that aspect where like, okay, I'm a comic book collector. Oh, I, I love drawing, but I also want to like dip my toes into like cosplay because, you know, you you know you have a favorite character and you want to invest in it so my, that's my biggest advice is you know pick a character that you relate to and you love and research about it you know ask friends at, you know look on youtube and cosplay that character because that's your first character you're cosplaying you want to make sure you have the right resources and you want to make sure it's a character that you relate to and love because there is peer pressure for others where it's like, hey, cosplay this character or cosplay this. And, you know, sometimes you might want to do it. But as a first person getting into cosplay, you want to spend money and time on a character that you actually, like, relate to and love. Yeah, that's, that's legit. It's um, it's part of the cost or what have you. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's your like, money. <laughs> yeah. It's your money you're spending. It's not other people's money. So it's like, okay, I'm going to spend maybe approximately $200 on this costume. I'm going to cosplay a character I actually love. Like, 
why am I cosplaying this character because it's trending? Or why am I cosplaying this character because someone told me to do it? I want to do someone that I actually relate to and I really admire. Yeah, and I, I think it's even the, the cost outside of the, the financial component. Like, I'll, I'll talk to chefs on here. I'll talk to people who are just doing certain things that you're not going to, like you're not going to get rich off of it immediately. And it's, you're the one that's up, you know, potentially selling this late. You're the one that's waiting for this order and following up. You're the one that's bearing the, the burden that comes along with this creative practice, this, this, this pursuit. So, you know, to your point, do something that you, that resonates with you. Do something that you like. It's like, cool. If you, you know, want to dress like Sailor Moon, spin it, do it. But do it. if, it's not your thing and you just happen to have blonde hair and it's trending just say you know just just recognize that i think yep exactly um describe one thing that the cosplaying community can do better when it comes to dealing with each other and what's thing that what's one thing that you think it, it does really well like the cosplay community does really well something that it can improve upon cool um I'll go with the first one first. So what we can do better. I think um, as cosplayers, we need to not gatekeep characters. Um, there's still, like, even non-cosplayers or people in the community that don't cosplay, but they gatekeep. Um, but they're still part of the cosplay community because they're, whether they're photographers or, you know, digital creators, whatnot, um, don't gatekeep the characters because of race or body shape or how you look. You can cosplay whoever you want. Like, you know, it's your money. <laughs> it's it's your favorite fandom. It's your favorite character. You know, if you like a super villain, villain then so be it. But um, gatekeeping is, like, the worst. I think it's the worst because, you know, I've, I've had experience in that. It's like, oh, you're a girl. You can't cosplay this. Oh, you're Asian. You should cosplay this. Oh, you're this height. You should cosplay this. It's like, no. Like, you know, you do whatever you want. If you want to cosplay a character that's, like, six feet tall, then do it. You know, I'm 5'2". I'm a woman. I'm Asian. I cosplay whoever I want. I cosplay Cyclops, I cosplay Nightwing, I cosplay, you know, Robin. Um, and I also cosplay Jubilee, who's, you know, like perfect for me too. So there's a lot of versatility that you can do whatever you want. So the gatekeeping needs to be more, oh, uh, you know, needs to be dropped <laughs> from the community. Um, the thing that we do the, the best in cosplay is actually being open arms with new people who want to cosplay, you know, having events. Having different communities, you know, we have a lot of social media that can welcome new people. You have Discord, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have TikTok. Um, like with me, I have, I is a perfect example. I have a Facebook group and I have a Discord that is Shady Squad. And what I do in that in that um, group is I host events, like in the DMV area. You know, I host, I just hosted a Green, um, not Green Lantern, a Lantern, uh, a Lantern Corps event where it's like, you know, you can be Green Lantern, Blue Lantern, Yellow Lantern. All, all of all of that in the spectrum. And then I'm also hosting like a pride pride um, photo shoot in June. So having these communities like in different states, different like platforms on social media is perfect because whether you're new or you're a current member or you're you know older and you're looking to join a community, there's a ton. It's like thousands. So I think that's what we do best. And you know, we keep each other accountable, we keep each other safe. If there's something um, someone or some something that's like dangerous or negative or toxic, we you know we bring that um in the you know forward so we can either talk about it or fix it or solve it. But I think the cosmic community is always great with welcoming new people. 
That's great to hear. I, I, and I think when these these different communities are emerging but still like considered fringe in some pockets it's important to be able to have that kind of self-regulatory sort of thing that happens while acknowledging like these are concerns and these are challenges that we face but i think you know blowing things out like i remember the whole cosplay is not consent thing and that and that's been prevalent i remember uh something yep. happened in, like last year um at a convention and you know the race thing was there but i think you know that was the minority people were like nah we're not with that we don't you know this is this is for fun and fandom and safety and exactly. inclusivity mm -hmm. and, that, and that's another thing too is cosplay is not consent you know when you're working with someone new, like a photographer, videographer, another cosplayer, you have to be respectful of each other's space. And you have to ask for permission. It is not like, oh, I can do whatever I want. No, it is not like that. Same thing with gatekeeping. You know, people want to say like, oh, this fandom is better, or I know better than you, or, oh, this cosplayer looks better than your cosplay. Like, it's just, or you can't do this character because you don't look like the character. It's like very toxic and very... Um, gatekeeping that we need to like go away from because you know anyone can cosplay Nightwing and there's different body shapes there's different races there's different um, variations of the character that you can do yeah I, I remember years ago um, I think when Spider-Man appeared in Civil War I got into a back and forth with a DJ that I at one point respected you know my, my, my lane is podcasting and he was one of the reasons I kind of got into it and you know, I learned later that he had some issues with black folks and their, you know, take on comics. And it was just it just resonated then. I was like, oh, this is why you had some smoke for me. Like basically that my assessment of the fan of, of my assessment and fandom of that particular character was somehow trumped by what his thoughts were on it. And but his, oh, his take was really <laughs> odd. And it was just like, yeah. all right. Spider-Man's eyes meet, are like this in these comics. What are you saying You'll to meet me? people like that. <laughs> it's very interesting when you have to engage in conversation or in an argument. You'll see if they'll take it, take the critique in a yeah. mature way or not in a mature way. Yeah, and it's, it happens and, you know, there's, there's things in fandom. It's like, great, I appreciate you guys are here, but, um, you know, just kind of let that go. And there is a, a really big toxic part of fandom but i noticed yes. that as we bring in more people that are of color and that have diverse backgrounds or what have you bringing in the queer community and and having it that no we're here we're not here you know as we're here as fans and you know we're part of this that's important and i think it will shift some of these things uh so this is the last real question i got for you and this is this is actually kind of fun uh do you incorporate cosplay into your everyday attire, like your work attire? If so, how? Um, sometimes I work from home, but if I'm going into the office or I have like a meeting or I want to, you know, connect with someone, sometimes I, you know, Disney bound it. When they call it Disney bound, but Marvel bound, DC bound, you're like, okay, I'm going to wear all black, have a little blue, so it's like a Nightwing vibe. I'm going to be red and yellow, so it's like a Winnie the Pooh vibe. So, yes, I do. Um, I think it's fun, and it's like, you know, it's like casual cosplay. So you can also, like, you know, people are, like, looking to create more content. Well, there you go. Casual cosplay, you can post that, too, because you're color blocking, you know, monochroming the same um, uh, outfit with your favorite characters. <laughs> 
That's that's great. Uh, I've I've actually done that in in situations as well. Like uh, I went a little too far one time where I may have put on eyeliner and went to the office. They're like, you are wrong. I say, ah, ah. <laughs> Just fighting crime this weekend is good. Um, so that's <laughs> so that's it with the the real questions. Um, but now I have a few Ooh. rapid fire questions for you. These are always fun. They're always you know, kind of, kind of wild. Um, I'm going to start off with, and remember, I answer these as quickly as you can. First thing that comes to mind. Sure, sure. <laughs> onion rings like or French no, fries? No, I got to be fast. <laughs> onion rings or French fries? French fries. Okay, you're winning so far. Um, the hashtag that best describes you. Oh, uh, ooh, charming. <laughs> okay. Uh, to date, for you, what has been your most challenging cosplay? Most challenging cosplay, I would say, is Cyclops. Okay, this is this is why Cyclops has been mentioned so much. It's like, look, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, which character have you cosplayed that you relate to, or like a very what's the, the that you relate to most on a personal level? Superboy. Okay. Lastly. Uh, when you're down, when it's like, uh, and you seem like a very upbeat, cartoonish individual, you, you have good energy coming off these. So I like it. But when you're down, what is your go-to cartoon to watch that definitely cheers you up? That cheers me up? A uh, Goofy movie. Nice. Nice. That, that, that is the best answer. I watch answer. that a lot. Let me tell you, I watch it a lot. Like, um, I, can, I, I think I've seen it thousands of times. I... I'm a huge Disney fanatic, and I'm trying to incorporate a lot of Disney bounding, Disney cosplays to my to my resume too. But I love Disney. Like my top five favorite movies, like not in order, is Tarzan, A Goofy Movie, Hercules, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and what was the last one? Oh God, Aladdin. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, those. Okay. I can watch all five on repeat, and I don't get tired of it. But A Goofy Movie, I watched so many times also the many adventures of winnie the pooh those two are interchangeably like i watch all the time like oh i'm working on some content let me put that movie on. or <laughs> oh i'm lazy today i just want to like sit in bed i don't want to binge watch anything on netflix or hulu i'm just gonna watch a goofy movie so it's 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 the it's that it's my go-to movie and i always reenact like the song the dance the the um the lines from the movie like i'm just like you know trying to do some voice acting. <laughs> but I love Max Goof is like someone I relate to as well. <laughs> Man, he's, gonna, he's a he's a dork. <laughs> you're gonna end up having us both do a Powerline cosplay, and it's gonna be that amazing. Is on my list, but not <laughs> Powerline. I want to cosplay Max Goof as Powerline. I've cosplayed Max <laughs> Goof, but I want to cosplay him as Powerline. So that's a, that's a that's a goal of mine to cosplay this summer. Hopefully I can have it for BlurredCon because I'm thinking of going for a day because I have family visiting from Cali, but he is on my list. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to this because I mean, that is, I, I have a theory that some of those um, Disney like theme songs back in the early to mid nineties were just New Jack Swing songs. They were really black and I love them. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I, I agree and I love them. <laughs> I love them every single one. You put those songs on, shut the club down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a Disney playlist on my phone, and when I'm crafting and I don't, I mean, I'm not watching a movie, like, you know, I listen to the music, 
when I'm working out, I listen to my Disney uh, Disney playlist, and Eye to Eye is on there, of course. <laughs> and even even on the open road from the Goofy movie and um, after today, so I, like I have a lot of the songs from a Goofy movie on my phone because it is a musical movie. So sometimes I'm like, you know, different voices for all the characters when I'm singing. So it's like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, so with that being said, um, I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast and. Two, oh, thank uh, you. You're welcome. And two, I want to invite you and encourage you to tell the fine folks where they can check you out, um, your, your social media, all of that good stuff, and uh, where they can check you out in person soon. Sure. Um, so for social media, everyone can f- follow me on Instagram at that shady haze. When you go on um, Instagram and you search that, my link in, uh, the link in my bio has all my socials. So TikTok, Pinterest. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, Discord, the Facebook group too. If you want to join, if you're a DMV local and want to join my meetups, come through. You know, we welcome everyone and anyone. And there's always different themes every month or every other month. So join that. Um, and for cons, I'll be at Awesome Con this weekend, um, Friday to Sunday. I'll be wearing Superboy and Jubilee and I think Blue Lantern. But we'll see how I feel on Sunday when I'm exhausted and um conned out but um, i'll be at awesome con i think i'm going to be at blur con for a day i'll be at baltimore comic con because i want to see jim lee and i might go to some uh, out of state con so i'll be at d23 actually as well so i'll be there in cali i'm excited because i gotta figure out what cosplays i'm wearing for that um convention which i'm gonna be busy crafting for so thank you guys again for having me thank you for having me and everyone listening thank you <laughs> so there you have it folks i want to again thank the great shady hayes for coming on to the podcast and uh i'm rob lee saying that there is our creativity cosplay in any route in your city you just gotta look for it